dry as hell. Maybe it really smells broken pussy. Maybe it's really rough. Maybe it's had enough broken pussy. My name is Kel. And my name is Anna. And you're listening to Cognac, Cognac Cupcakes, Cupcakes, and Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, cupcakes, and stimulating conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In short, it's It's a vibe. vibe. Yes, broken pussy. Yes. So, (laughs) what do you do when your poom poom doesn't work? Yes. That is what we will be discussing. Discussing. today yes, <laughs> yes exactly yes but before we do that because i know that sounds like really dread and dry mm-hmm. like damn like damn right i'm gonna give you a little positive especially if moment. you can relate right well guess what we can relate to. we can we've all been there, relate yes you know and so this is a conversation that we've been wanting to have on air so exactly we're gonna give you the real real mm-hmm. holy deal holy mm-hmm. deal all right, so for our motivational moment of the week, the only time you really live fully is from 30 to 60. The young are slaves to dreams, the old are servants of regrets, and only the middle age have all of their five senses in keeping of their wits. And that wow. is by Harvey Allen. Hmm. That's nice to hear. Yeah, so basically what they're saying is 30 is the new 20. Yeah, you know, I heard this girl named Jade Nova. Have you heard of her before? Mm-mm. She's um, she's more so well-known because she used to uh, kind of do impersonations of Beyonce. Like oh, when Beyonce would talk. I do remember her yeah, now. Okay. And she can actually sing, and she has like a whole singing career. Turns out she's on V103 out in Atlanta. Okay. But, she, but I thought she lived in L.A., so I'm confused. Either way, um, <laughs> she was talking about that because she made a song called time and someone was interviewing her about it and she was saying you know we're stuck in this like realm where we're supposed to think that the younger you are the more um innovative and the more uh exciting and appealing that's the word i'm looking for appealing you are to the masses especially in the creative world and she was like really you only get better with time and you get seasoned so I guess I never listened to the song, so I'm trashed, but I think she was saying mostly in the song F Time because it's like, you know, that we're going to break down those barriers. We're going to disrupt aging, to quote my job. <laughs> we're going to disrupt aging. So um, I think that right. fits into this conversation, it too. It definitely does. I think Jay-Z said something similar to that, too. I can't There's remember new exactly. How y'all? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was just talking about, like, getting wiser with yeah. the way you move, the decisions that you make all together, all the way around. Everybody likes something seasoned. Like exactly. Like this food I'm having right now. Listen, I'm okay. having a full-course meal over here. Yes, let's, let's talk about what we eat. Yes, yes. Well, um... You know, I'm over here eating a dinner that I made on the way here, some Tuscan salmon mm-hmm. and some rice. But <laughs> we finally brought in the Glamour's Cupcakes. Yes, I took a yes. picture of them, so I'll post it for y'all on the uh, Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations IG page. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll let y'all speak. I'll let you speak on it. Okay, so. so I am personally a fanatic of your cupcake. I feel like you have the best chocolate cake I ever, 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 ever had. Oh. No one has made it the moist, as moist as you have. I don't know, that sounds kind of like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're talking about broken pussy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, nobody has made a cupcake as moist as you, a chocolate cupcake. It's usually like dry or tastes like little box cake. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I like We were talking cake. about that last week. Right. But mm-hmm. yours is super moist. And I've actually had the pleasure of seeing you in action. So, I see all the weird ingredients that you put together <laughs> to make this 
fantastic cupcake. So I personally love it. I see digital doo-doo swirl. You're mm-hmm. perfecting it. So I actually was in a rush today. So I did it with a um, with a Ziploc bag today. But that looked good. Yeah, it did. Bag. I was surprised. Like I cut off the, the end of the Ziploc bag and mm-hmm. I just stuffed the frosting in it and I just went around. <laughs> and then I took, I made the chocolate peanut butter um, drizzle, but I was rushing. So I just took the end of the little whisk and I went. Blah, 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 but I actually like that. I think that looks better. <laughs> Thank you. I like it too. I was like, oh, there's some little abstract vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay, when I sell it, I might sell it just like this, just for this particular cupcake. Just I like, like that. Blah, blah. But yeah, it was nice. <laughs> Thank you. It was nice. Girl. So yeah, it's basically um, a chocolate, moist chocolate cupcake with a peanut butter chocolate glaze that is actually on the inside of the cupcake. And we have a chocolate, um, excuse me, uh, peanut butter cream cheese frosting swirled on top with a few drizzles or splats of the same chocolate glaze. Are you going to create, like, unique names for these cupcakes? Remember when I used to call peanut these booter? peanut booters? I, I, I still I used call to it that. Halloween. Yes. <laughs> I used to make these cupcakes around Halloween, so I would call them chocolate peanut booter cupcakes. I still tell but, people that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I probably will. You know, I'll probably play off of the whole um, Glamourworks vibe for mm-hmm. it, um, Glamour Cakes. So, yeah. I'm we'll excited. See. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and we're sipping on, what are we sipping? Is that Hennessy? Yep, that that's Hennessy. I came in and Kel just had the cup ready yes, for me. because last I'm week I was slipping. <laughs> yes, yes. No, it was all good. We Sometimes you need a break. So yes. I welcomed it um, last week, but I was ready for my drink today, and I was like, oh, I'm not even going to bother text Kel because if she don't have it, I ain't going to trip. But you yes, had it. So I, I was did. like, yeah. Hey. And we're mixing it with some ginger ale, which is an old favorite. Mm-hmm. I was um, trying to get the ginger go-to. beer, but I didn't have time. Oh, it's all good. You know, I love ginger beer with... I love... Everything. I know we're kind of cheating, but I love ginger beer with Honey Jack. Woo! I like it with regular Jack. You like it with regular Jack? Mm -hmm. Oh, like when we went to the B2K? Mm Mm-hmm. Black Jack and ginger? Yes, yes. Yes. We're going to have to come up with some names for those. Indeed, indeed. Mm -hmm. So let's get into that gossip. Mm -hmm. Yes, let's get into that ratchetness and righteousness. It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. Okay, so, you know, it hasn't been really that big of a week. It's been a pretty slow news week, um, so I don't have much to cover. I think everybody's pretty much still lamenting on the passing of Nipsey, so I'm just going to go with some of that as far as um, what I talk about today. So I don't know if on Sunday if people got a chance to catch the J. Cole performance, um, the Dreamville whole um, festival, which was on, what is that, title. Yeah, so Dennis and I watched it on title, and um, J. Cole performed Love Yours, dedicating it to Nip. Mm. Ciao. The tears. Like, they had a clip of it on Shade Room, and it wasn't even, like... Like that was sad enough, but when he's singing the words to and the you're song like and it. you're seeing the pictures that he had rolling of Nipsey, and he even had him with his daughter and him with the kids and him with um, um, Lauren, Lauren just like smiling, child. Oh, mm, I'm not that ready. Was, that was really sad. I was like, wow. Like every a lot of people did, um, I think Big, Big Sean, Sean did a mm-hmm. tribute, and then Tiana Taylor did something kind of like that. She did her song um, "A Rose from Concrete" or whatever, mm-hmm. "A Rose from Harlem." She did that song and dedicated it to Lauren. 
I believe. Um, and she kind of like, I guess, danced really hard to tribute that to um, Nipsey. But And they wore, um, I believe they wore L.A. Uh, Dodgers hats, too, Aww. to perform. Um, so blue and white, that's what they wore. But... <sighs> Man, um, you know, on another note, tickets have sold out for his homegoing home, home celebration at the Staples Center. Now, there was a little confusion there because at first I thought I could have sworn I saw uh, Karen Sybil saying that they weren't going to sell tickets to that. And then suddenly there were tickets. So, I, what, But the tickets were free, I thought. I thought it was like a thing, like it's almost like a first come first serve. That's the so impression maybe, that I so got So maybe, maybe what it is is that they had the tickets available. You know how sometimes there's free events on Eventbrite? Mm -hmm. Maybe they had the tickets available. You had to come and get it. Register. Register. Stuff like that. Yeah, like you had to register. And But now people are selling it online for like $400, which is, which is trife. Yeah, it's just like disrespectful. Like, mm -hmm. why would you... You're trying to come up off of someone's pain and someone's hurt. And like, it's just... It's very distasteful. Mm -hmm. Very. And so, you know, other than that, they're going to be able if you don't get to go to the con to the um homegoing celebration you'll be able to see his casket rolling through um the town that he grew up in and all the areas that he helped to build back up financially which i'm probably i hope they broadcast they that. are on bt oh jesus yeah it's like it's like <laughs> you know it's like a a catch-22 because I'm happy because I was like, yay, they're going to do it. I remember when they did that for Biggie. I, mm -hmm. I was too young. I, I mean, I was young for both Biggie and Tupac, but Biggie always stood out in my mind. When he died, I remember my mom telling me it like we were in a store. And she was like, Anna, you know, I was probably like eight. And she was like, Anna, you know, um, Biggie Smalls, he died. And I was like, really? Right. And, you know, like, but I was like a little version of me, like, really? Whatever. And. You know, like this. This is what me and Kel were talking about with our new trainer, which we'll get into that later. But um, we were talking about how this is probably how it felt for everybody when Biggie and Tupac died, especially mm -hmm. Tupac mm -hmm. for the West Coast. Um, but somebody was um, talking about it on a podcast about how even with Tupac, Tupac wasn't like, you know, a gang member. He mm -hmm. wasn't like he ne he wasn't born and raised in L.A. like. I don't know if Nip was born there, but he was raised in L.A., so he was of L.A., you know, and and he was a well-known Crip. And for him to pass away, that really brought together all the different bloods and games. What did you think of that, Kel? When you I thought it was that? a beautiful thing. Blood I mean, I know that they have tried to bring them together before, like when other incidents has happened. I can't remember which, I want to say, Tookie, I want to say is his name. Mm -hmm. Something happened with him. Either he was getting out or he was just trying to, like, change the life around, whatever the case may be. And they did try to do a brief coming together with that before. So I'm not surprised that they did do that. What I did like was how it wasn't just gangs coming together, but mm -hmm. it was even religions like the yes. um, Nation of Islam coming out and supporting yes. and the Sisters of the Eastern Star, like, yes. seeing all of the culture just there. It was just, that was beautiful. And that shows you how 
special of a person Nip was. Mm-hmm. Like I think the rest of the world is finally starting to catch on because this is really big. Like he may have not made a big enough splash in the main media, but mainstream media, but like you're seeing how much his death has. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And they're even saying, like Snoop is saying, that he's related to Selassie. I. Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. Child, so do you know who, well, let me just explain so who Selassie I is. So I'll just read it off of the meme. But basically, um, they're saying that Nipsey is a um, descendant of Emperor Haile Selassie. I. Is that an Eritrean person? Um, of Ethiopia. Okay. And uh, the ancestors are always returning and they're saying he was reincarnated through Selassie. But Selassie is actually part of the basis of the of the Rastafarian religion. Oh, okay. So when you, you'll hear the name Selassie in a lot of reggae songs or whatever, like mm-hmm. that's like a prophet mm-hmm. in the Rastafarian religion, um, the biggest prophet of the Rastafarian religion. So I was waiting <laughs> to hear this 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 um, comparison just because Nipsey was a Retrian and um, and I hope I'm saying that um, country's name right, but th- he was mm-hmm. a Retrian and you know I knew Selassie I was from Ethiopia because Jamaicans love Ethiopia the same way we be throwing up a Jamaican flag. Mm-hmm. Jamaicans be throwing up Ethiopian flags right. because of Selassie. So I was waiting for them to compare him to Selassie, but to hear that this is possibly a descendant, a descendant of Selassie, I am shooketh. Mm-hmm. Hashtag shooketh. And I would love to get some sort of confirmation around this, but that was freaky. And I was like, yo. Yeah. My conspiracy theories, I'm just saying. Bringing it all out. Because I was very powerful, too. So mm-hmm. that's crazy. But um, the last thing I wanted to cover as far as Nip goes is um, there was a video going around on social media of his mom making a statement mm, and i just so wanted i wanted to play the last half of it on okay. the podcast really quick death is something to prepare yourself for and when you walk this earth and you do good deeds for people and you are loving and kind those are the things that will show on your face you will look more beautiful Arius looked healthy he looked clean he had a glow he was radiant and he was so perfect that he had a sweet aroma he had a sweet aroma he even smelled good so please do not fear death death is just the beginning of a wonderful world and i tell myself Arius liked thrilling things and now my son knows the mystery the secret rather to the mystery of life that was so beautiful like her motivational moment killed mine (laughs) (laughs) word and and mm -hmm. for that to be your mom and are your eyes watering over there so i'm like looking up and looking to the side (laughs) but yeah yeah I'm okay, I'll keep talking. Um, <laughs> no, that's sweet that you're getting emotional. I did too the first I time I heard it. Dealing with this whole situation. <laughs> like, yo, it's just deep how she made a lot of people feel better about the situation and like the fact that it was an untimely death, but it happened when it was supposed to. Like, that was like the first half of what she was saying. Like, 
But this, the fact that she's in that realization that fast, it's it's like mind blowing. She's like, strong, yeah. I don't know. She's how at I would peace. Do that. Right. She's at peace with it. And I hope that all of that peace also transfers over to or London. is shared with Lauren and London ch- and, and the children. children. Because the way she spoke that, I was like, wow, you know, it's true. He was that type, from what we see and what we've been hearing as of late, he was that type of person. And it's like almost like you could be happy for him now. Like, and he's exalted now. Like, everybody is raising his name up and his music up and all of his businesses. Like, I, we hate that it had to be in his death, but it's, it's all a good outcome in the end, you know, to, for the greater good of God. That, I'll just leave it at that. Um, rest in peace again I don't know when we're going to stop talking about this uh, maybe next episode but um, probably not because we'll see the funeral I know <laughs> so I we'll know. probably talk about it next episode but this is going to linger for a very long time it definitely is and um, just to kind of brighten our mood a little bit before we go into um, the talk topic LMA and Jacquees <laughs> so uh, some background so Jacquees was performing with Tory Lanez at the um, I was about to call him a Marion Lord <laughs> the uh, Drake concert in London um, and <laughs> so Tory Lanez brought out Jacquees while he was performing his set and Jacquees the clip that was floating around was that Jacquees was performing once again um, tripping his version of Trippin', which is LMA's original song. Now, we all know they had a little riff there because it was like, hey, like, that's my song and you try to make money off of it. It's cool to make a remix, but to make money off of it, like, don't even. Um, so she was, it looked like things had been settled once her and um, DJ Mustard spoke with Jacquees about it and squashed everything. But it came back up again because... Uh, she ended up tweeting about it, and I am scrolling to the tweet. Oh, her post and delete. Oh, so she deleted it? Mm-hmm. What? But Shade Room caught it, so you could just... Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Shade Room caught it, so you ain't slick, boo-boo. Um, I should have saved it. But basically, she was saying, isn't it sad when... Oh, I think I found it. Okay, I'd be so embarrassed. This is LMA's tweet. I'd be so embarrassed if someone brung me on stage and the only thing I could sing was someone else's song because nobody knew my actual music. Poor thing. So, <laughs> so um, that was interesting to hear from her because it was like, oh, I thought you was over it, baby girl. Well, here comes Dreezy, who's now dating Jacquees. She was the first to jump in. She said, first of all, he hate performing that song. They put him on the spot, and he did what he was supposed to do. Every single he dropped is gold or plat. Humble yourself, girl. Then from there, here came, oh, here comes Jacquees. He said, me and DJ Mustard already cleared this up. We plan on working. We on the next page. I'm doing what I do. Much success to you. LMA. I mean, shout out to Dreezy. And, and oh, I got to say, I can't find it right now, but Tory Lanez also uh, commented saying like, listen, oh, here it is. Uh, Cuz came out to his own shit and he posted a video of him coming out to singing uh, Met Her in the Club, oh, yeah. which people forget about that song, but I love that I song. Like that, song too. that is my shit. My dad be playing that song. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it's a good song if the old people be playing it. But anyway, Cuz came out to his own shit. My nigga ain't even want to perform the remix, so he was reiterating what Dreezy said. Matter of fact, he hate performing it. 
but I put him on the spot because I figured we was in London at the O2, 30,000 in the stands, a bunch of kids was asking for the remix. On another note, Jacquees, you killed all the songs you performed tonight. Keep my keep shining, my nigga. Hashtag black excellence. <laughs> I haven't heard uh, LMA since. Now, I get it. You know, for me, I, the way I saw it, I was like, damn, they in her city because LMA is from London. Mm-hmm. The, or at least she's British. They're from her. They're in her city singing her song. She ain't even on stage with them. What's right. up with that one? But I heard she. I also heard she was on tour. But on the other side of the coin, she gotta leave him alone. Like we gotta stop running this narrative of Jacquees not having his own music because he does. He does have his own music, and I think it is a thing where people are requesting. When people are requesting, how does it look? to him as an artist if he's like nah I ain't playing that you know then they're like boo like it's just just please the people at the end of the day but shout out to Dreezy for being that ride or die Mm -hmm. with the quick comeback she ain't got no broken pussy right (laughs) (laughs) and she was classy with it too so you know yes well that's the end of my ratchetness and righteousness today while I scoop some of this um, salmon but uh yeah let's get into that broken pussy topic. yes y'all yeah so every explain it to them let's yes so um ladies <laughs> we will have different time periods in your life where your sex drive will go up it'll go down it'll you know remain stagnant or it'll just be what it wants to be <laughs> yep and your 20s you're typically hot and ready you know, mm-hmm. you're just like the, what is it, Little Caesars Pizza. Like, it's five dollars. <laughs> you, you hot, you ready, I'm you ready to, to put it on a <laughs> silver platter to whoever. You know, usually that's around the age when you hot have your little, um, you know, your your little thought area when you want to just have fun and explore. Uh, let me not call it a thought. Like, my um, coworker, she was like, <laughs> let's make this a positive thing. <laughs> We're exploring our sexual journey. Yeah, you're starting your sexual journey. Yes. Exploring. It's like, you know, the alchemist. Like yes. You, <laughs> right. You wanna, like the book, The Alchemist. You know, you want to get out of your regular area and you want to go and see new things. Yeah. All new peens and <laughs> vaginas peens. and pussies and whatever you like. Yeah, you whatever know, you like. Word. Whatever you're. Or both. Or both. For some. Yes. So, whatever your your zhuzh is. Right. So, you know, your 20s, you're hot and ready. And then you get to the 30s. And the 30s is a little bit different. And, and why nobody told us this? And I was going to get to that. And, you know, the, the issue is <sighs> TV lies to us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys grew up on the era of watching, you know, Sex in the City. Oh, and yes. they made at 30 seem like it was popping ton with just, you know, you Sexual got your cosmos. Liberation. Yes. You just getting an in. You're getting all types of great penis. It's just, just lovely. I will tell you what, not to cut you off. I will tell you what, one thing that was for real, like the same in, um, Sex in the city that's the same in real life is knowing what you want and knowing your body. I do think in you start 30s. to know that, yeah. Yeah. You know who I feel like did give a true, somewhat true mm-hmm. um, rendition of what the 30s was? Girlfriends. And maybe that's what we should have mm-hmm. looked at. We should have looked at the black people because that's what we are. Mm-hmm. We black. We're a little different. Yeah, in from our late twenties, we were paying way too much attention to Sex in the City because we was like, "Oh, this is about to be us." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And really, you're right. We should have paid attention to to girlfriends. Because that's more realistically our dating pool, our area of mm-hmm. how thirties is. So right. anyway, um, 
your sex, like I said, your sex drive will start to decrease at your um, age of 30. And one of the reasons is that is testosterone is on the decline during this life stage. According to Dr. Landa, a hormone doctor who specializes in bioidentical hormone therapy, 30 is a busy decade for women, full of career building, adulting, and responsibilities like parenting young kids. And I can definitely attest for that. Like yeah, kids will those. definitely <laughs> make your sex drive go down because you're concentrating on don't do this don't do that I gotta take him to this I gotta take him to that so that your life doesn't become your life so you're focused on their life um and the same thing with just adulting because adulting is hard it's hard to wake up in the morning it's hard to cook breakfast it's hard to be healthy it's hard to do everything yeah you're, you're balancing all of that like you're trying you you just packed on weight because you turned 30 and now it's harder to get it off. So now you ju- you got to wake up early to cook your food mm-hmm. so that you're not eating. You can't just run out to Chick-fil-A, even though we still do it. Mm-hmm. Fuck what you heard. But, <laughs> right. you know, you can't just run out but to, like, But your metabolism is trash. Yeah, your metabolism is trash. And so now you're trying to eat better and do better. So you got to build that into your time. You're trying to do better with your career and solidify your career. Whatever that is. Or trying to find your career. Whatever the case may be. Like, it's so much things that are happening that causes the biggest downplay, which is um, downfall, which is stress. Stress Mm -hmm. plays a big role in the lack of um, your libido. Some ways that we can help that is to constantly move, do yoga, meditation. Those things are really great for that. Yoga will help you stretch your body so when it's time to get it in, you can, you know, flip it, stretch it, squat it, pop a split on it, whatever the case may be. And um, and it you, increases your sex drive, right? It definitely, the endorphins. Yes, it helps you with breathing. Maybe you mm-hmm. can get into things like tantric sex and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, learn how to meditate and being in the moment, being present in the moment. Because a lot of times with sex is your mind isn't there because your mind is doing everything else that you have to worry about. So it's hard to focus on the present moment of this dick is nice, warm, and hard <laughs> and going inside <laughs> of this juicy <laughs> vagina. You know, and when you think about that, you know, you start to lubricate. You know, so I wasn't ready. I Wait. Know. <laughs> However, <laughs> I want to be real with our audience. You know, I understood. Yes, I mean, honestly, I've I've been a victim of that myself many times when I have way too much going on. Like I'm just like I can't even think about that right now. Like I'm just gonna have to lay right. here. Like I have another task, five other tasks to do while mm-hmm. you're laying here and you're pumping me. And I'm like, all right, right is this done yet? <laughs> so that episode on um. <laughs> What was it? Uh, Sex and the City. I don't know if it was the movie or not. It might have been the movie where she was like, are you done yet? That <laughs> shit is real. I get it now. Like, that shit can be real. Mm-hmm, Another mm-hmm. contributing factor was definitely, like we said before, a healthy, balanced diet. You have to consistently work out. And I noticed with me, even when I work out, my sex drive is higher. Like, I want it more. Yeah. Like, after we went to the... Um- yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's them potato wedges in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I mean, he was asleep by the time I got home, but. Mm-hmm. That's what but the morning's for. True. I mean, well, no, I had a long work day um. that next day on Tuesday. Like, I didn't get home till like, 8. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And then crazy people on the train. Anyway, I digress. No, but I, I actually had the urge. And that's the conversation that we had. Are you going to talk about that conversation we had? We're going to do story time. I'm going to let, okay, I'm gonna go let you. Go I ahead. want you to do that. Leave that story time. Okay. I'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But I actually had the urge. And I'll explain later why the urge was so, it's so important for me. But go right. ahead. Um, and getting enough sleep. Um, 
when you have enough sleep, you're more relaxed, energized, and you're ready to go at it. Like, I'd be tired sometimes. So if I had to, like, take a nice little power nap, more mm-hmm. than likely I'll be able to mm-hmm. to get it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so awkward intimacy. So this is where mm-hmm. it gets awkward. You know, you're at the stage where your libido has gone down and you don't really know how to do it. You're trying to explain to them, it's not you, it's me. And then they don't understand that yep. from a male perspective because they're like, okay, what – is my dick not big enough? Am I turning you off? Da da da. Well, what turns you on? It just and then it, that becomes stressful. And then that becomes stressful, like you said. So, how to prevent all of this and to have to move forward in a healthy manner is communicating with your partner and being open to express your needs and negotiate and compromise for your partner's needs as well. So, I, I really want to stress the compromise. Because I don't want it to be just a negotiation like, I have needs and I have all this stuff going on. But you still have to be understanding of what they're going through and how that affects their mental and their emotional mm-hmm. beings. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. being able to, I know people put a downer on scheduling, but sometimes it's needed. So, and I'm not saying like, at five o'clock, we're going to go do this. But like, <laughs> on this day, I'm a car about some time to tell people I'm not, I'm busy at this time. My phone is on do not disturb this is your time, and this is yeah. the time that we're going to get in from there. I haven't there. tried that yet, but, um, you know, because I, I feel the same way. I'm like, damn, that sounds corny. Mm-hmm. But, but it's needed. Mm-hmm. It's needed. So um, I guess we can go into story time. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I, I'm guessing I'm telling the story about mm-hmm. when we were at – so um, we all met up, us and our girlfriends, Kel and I and our um, girlfriends from high school, and we – all are, are basically the same age. We're all 30, going on 31. I'm 31 already, and some of us are already 31. Um, and Kel and them are still 30. But, you know, we're all at that those pivotal stages in our lives. Um, some of us are married. Some of us um, have kids. Some of us are, uh, you know, kind of in a situation shit. But we're all sexually active. And um, we were just talking about how we don't have the urge like we used to anymore mm-hmm. and it was just it was first of all i would say i had relief because i thought it was just me yeah i know we all and we all felt that way and that's why we're having this conversation today because it's not fair to us to put all that pressure on us thinking that we're the only ones when it's everyone is going through it like yeah. everyone is going through this so yeah so we had some friends that had situations where they were the ones on the other side of the relationship that weren't receiving what they needed uh sexually and how they dealt with that and so um you know it was nice to hear the other side of that perspective as well but you know how um accommodating they were and understanding they were in that situation but also expressing like hey you're not going to be able to tell that person that you're with that you don't want to have sex with. You're not going to be able to have them um, help them to understand. They have to deal with it on their own and realize on their own, it really isn't me, it's them. Mm -hmm. It's not me that is the reason why. But you can just encourage them, but sometimes you you really can't help them to realize it's not you, Mm -hmm. it's me. You know, and um, some of our other friends dealt with like, like even like you, Kel, have like you've explained with having kids, like it's a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, you share your perspective on that as far as the kids thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like some of our other friends with kids. So like, 
just basic stuff. Right. So to get into a little bit of where you finished before I go to my story. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So for my story. I'll um, chime in with the other. Of course. The last piece, yeah. So our other friend, yeah, reached out to me and she let me know that, you know, she was going through the same similar thing and we weren't even in the same area code. So Mm -hmm. it was just like, damn, this shit is real. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. not just like a Mm -hmm. thing and yeah the dynamic of our friends is like you know Anna said some people are in situships some people are married some people are engaged some people yeah. are just in long relationships long-term like relationships yeah so it was just like it can't be just a right a, it can't a, be a just thing. yeah it's, because you're in you're in this area and we're or like just for me and you because me and you have had this this conversation countless mm-hmm. times but it's not just us because we're like, oh, well, we're doing too much. We're doing CCC. We're we're trying to pursue our careers. You have a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm engaged. You know, and you're in a long term relationship as well. Let me not discount that. But it's not just us because their situations are slightly different from ours. They right. don't have like other endeavors going, going on like we do because we thought, oh, we doing too much. How are we going? No, balance it's not at just all. us. It's just. I came home is, and I preached that to him too. I was like, yo, it's not just me. Yeah. And, and it is a hard thing. So what I had to do, what 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 did help? Mm-hmm. It's not fully like done, but it, it's a step in the right direction. Um, it's to really unplug and mm-hmm. do um, how we can rejuvenate is basically we did a staycation and it was like no kids. Oh, was that last weekend? No. I'm being nosy. Well, mm. That was too, but no, yeah. but <laughs> that yeah. was one of them. But this is another time. Yeah, another time. Yeah, and we did a staycation, and the the thing I like about staycation and why I stress the staycations are good is because you don't have to clean up your house, mm-hmm. you don't have to cook, you're going mm-hmm. out to eat, yeah. so you don't have to worry yeah. about food. Like you can just oh, so okay. so staycation still means going outside of your normal environment, and I'm gonna touch I on like that, that too. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, where you're going, right? So, being able to be free from all responsibilities and just focus on the intimacy of the two people, yeah, you know, the two partners, yeah, that definitely helped us. And then we were on such a high from that that then it's like, okay, I got to come back to reality, but I still haven't got them kids yet. Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, mm-hmm. bring it on down and keep on yes. keeping those memories and yes. keeping that, you know, that vibe. Exactly, it's a that vibe. vibe. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's a vibe. <laughs> so keeping that vibe going, you know. Um, and another way to rejuvenate, and then I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna send this back to you after these yeah, last two. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Trying new things, you know, whether that be watching porn and imitating that, or you know, going to a pretty Ricky concert and imitating the moves. Um, so that would be nice. No, no, we did not. I see your eyes. <laughs> see the emoji I'm eyes. Gonna wait and ask later. But <laughs> damn. But no, I but want you know, to. We all we were, looked, yeah, we were on We all like, looked at each other like, when he did that hmm, move on the stage. Exactly. Me and a, me and um, one of our friends' eyes met. Like, hmm. yes. Hmm. I bet you she did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet you she did it. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna text her after this show. Like, girl, did y'all do that? But um, yeah. And then another way is um through conversation and um sapiosexual is um mm, yes. a person that is simulated off of you know stimulating conversations yes, basically intelligent conversations intelligent conversations. So starting um mm-hmm. stimulating conversations to spark that mood will lead to you know like you start feeling hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're gonna start touching, and then it just goes from there. So. 
I'm gonna have to try that because you've been telling me that you think I'm a sapiosexual. I think you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember when I just found out what it was like last year. I was in the mm-hmm. pool talking to like the pool guy, and I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> no, but he was just schooling me, mm-hmm. not from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Don't get all dirty, clear guys. Up. Yes, clear I'm, let up. me be clear. <laughs> Crystal, right? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happened with the pool guy. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so me, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no. But it was just interesting, as at least from the last perspective, as far as like the last type of scenario, which is being busy just reiterating that like being way too busy and um having those issues in a relationship where your partner feels neglected like i've been actually experiencing that now lately where my partner feels a little neglected from time to time and just trying to figure out how to make sure that i provide him with more attention like that's why i made an effort to cook dinner today before i left because i was like you know what he matters too and he does a lot for me like tremendously so i need to somehow figure out a way to do stuff for him and and his dreams and his what he needs and that's important and definitely communication that's one thing that we've definitely got locked down mm-hmm. communication that's what's been keeping us going for sure so um and along with the sex thing just having those conversations about like hey you know i understand that you were disappointed but like this is not about you this is about me and i'm trying to figure it out (laughs) um and just knowing what the reality of that is and just also like taking the pressure off Mm -hmm. of like oh my god i need to make sure that we have sex right um three times a week because we live together like i have um a cousin who who thinks that you know, has asked that question, like, hey, I hear, like, when you move in together, the sex is, like, oh, like, you having sex all the time. I was like, yeah, I guess in the beginning. Right. But like, it wears off. It wears off. <laughs> it, it, it Quickly, too. It, it wears off quickly because you're just going through the day-to-day. And, and, and you're looking all, back, like, when did this happen? Right. <laughs> you just look up and it's like, oh, shoot, we, we haven't had sex in, like, two weeks, three weeks sometimes, you know? So, and then you have, you have to have your period once a month. So, boom that could be a month like that you Mm -hmm. know so i um and we've all told her that as well like girl don't think just because when y'all move in like i mean when you initially move in sure it's gonna be new so it's gonna be fun yeah it's like it's invigorating but like pretty shortly after and you don't even have to have problems but it's just the day in day out life being busy coming home one partner may be more busy than the other and then you know, you just the other partner's tired, and I think sometimes I will admit I think sometimes we take advantage of that. They say mm-hmm. a lot. They say men take advantage of that. I will be one of the I first think to women say do. women do too. Mm-hmm. Like the fact, okay, listen, I'm I'm here. I'm gonna be here and spoon you every night, so that should be enough, you know. Like, but they need a, they need some friction too. Yeah, they need love too. <laughs> they need friction too. So I'm going to wrap this conversation up with hope for the future. Um, I did get some um, chopped up with our relationship sex expert, Reba the Diva, and she gave us some advice for having good sex in your 30s. So make sure you follow her on Instagram at Reba the Diva. And her um, advice for having good sex in your 30s is prioritize your pleasure. Whether you're in a committed relationship or not, a regular masturbation routine will help you know what your drive and your pleasures and what to tell your partner. Mm -hmm. Communication is key. I don't know how many times we have to tell you this, but um, we have all been so conditioned to not talk about sex and the silence that can really cause you pleasure. 
She recommends always giving positive reinforcements after lovemaking sessions to ensure all parties are consistently satisfied. Stop faking orgasms. Mm -hmm. This goes along with communication, but I really want to call this out. You're not doing anyone favors by lying about your pleasure. Yeah. Better self-care leads to better sex. Stay in a good physical, mental, and emotional shape with a regular self-care routine will help address a lot of common barriers to having good sex, stress, shame, and um, strength. So shout out to her. If you want to find out any classes that she might have, she can teach you how to do all types of things. I think she does uh, fellatio classes and she tells you about like different toys that you can get. I would love to have her on the podcast one day. Yes, Uh, definitely. We definitely should bring her on one day. Maybe we could call that episode Big Old Freak. Oh, ah. I like that. Yes. <laughs> we need to set that up. Yes. Reba, holla at us if okay. we don't holla at you before. But um, And I wanted you to tell them about the hope for the future from what your um one of your good friends told um us about aging in the forties. Oh yes. As far as hope for the future, uh, well can I at least comment mm-hmm. real quick on Reba? So with the faking it thing, I, I don't fake it. Um I think that's kind of <laughs> Um, I don't fake it because um, I, it's hard for me to fake anything in life in general. So I'm just going to look to the, to the side. She's not. She's not talking about me, y'all. She's not having that face because of me. She, I wasn't. I'm not lying. Um, <laughs> she's thinking of someone else. But anyway, anyway, um, yeah. And I, I think sometimes that. I just want to comment that that could be an issue sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Like when you don't fake it, because that that can hurt the ego too. Like when it you're does. just there. And for me, I'm like, I'm not trying to tell you no lies. I just want you to, like, not that you're doing anything wrong, but I told you I was stressed out and I didn't want to do this. And mm-hmm. I'm letting you do it. I'm hoping that that's enough for you, but you still want the, the dramatics. And I told you, <laughs> it's I'm stressed the fuck out. <laughs> you right. know? So sometimes that that doesn't help either. But I, I agree that at the, at the end of the day, it is best to not fake it. Um, because uh, and maybe just to not do the sex at all mm-hmm. because there I think it's a sex is vulnerable in general yes and when they're putting their all into you literally <laughs> and you're not responding or you're just like okay I'm just here you know mm-hmm. and you try to like do the little kisses here they know mm-hmm. especially if you've been with them for a long time mm-hmm. they know when you aren't into it and that can hurt their ego even right. worse exactly but um hope for the future on a brighter note um one of my friends who's in her 40s was telling me that once you hit your late 30s it actually skyrockets that is actually the prime the peak for um women sexually so there is a point where we meet with the men because the men men have their peak in their teens like late teens early 20s and we kind of have like a little sexual prowess around that time too as Kel explained earlier but when we really hit our peak is our late late 30s and early early 40s that like 38 to like 44 range where you are trying to try some crazy shit like mm-hmm. this is like some real whatever you've never tried before you're into it yep. you want it all 
<laughs> so the you all the smoke you and want all, all the, the smoke at that time you're just like a rabbit and so that was very encouraging to right. hear you're like, okay, it's it's like, okay once i pop out a couple kids like we gonna be lit again mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know in the meantime i think you're right kel i think you just do what you can explore other options mm-hmm. uh, not in inmates if you're in a, right. a committed relationship <laughs> if you're not in a committed mission yeah explore I mean, if that's what y'all do <laughs> right. do you right explore other people or maybe bring some other people in the room whatever, whatever y'all into case. you know but um you know if you're in a committed relationship i would say you know look it's be be a little more adventurous yeah, like don't be mind. so prudish because that might actually make you get back into the mood and i think what you said is really important with the staycations and unplugging that is so important because all it really is that thing of not being present in the moment that messes it up a lot of the time for women in their early 30s it's Mm -hmm. just like i got way too much to think about other Mm -hmm. than this and i'm trying but it's hard Mm -hmm. i'm still thinking about changing that diaper exactly and i think we talked about that with some of our other friends that have kids like do you leave the kids at home? Like, I mean, not with a babysitter, obviously, but can you leave the kids and go have a romantic night or like send the kids off to grandma and grandpa yes. and have a romantic night so you don't have to think about them? Because I don't have no kids yet, but like I can only imagine if I'm stressed out with just career and planning events and, you know, all that other stuff, bills, da da da, da and I don't even have kids yet, <sighs> bruh, yeah. I can only imagine so exactly so have you done you i have definitely like got rid of no that's not the (laughs) word um i've definitely you know put plans into action to make sure my kids are in a safe loving home while i was able to get my life right (laughs) get your life (laughs) while i reclaim my time yeah reclaim your time Um, So, yes, I definitely, I encourage that. I'm an advocate for that. I'll be Mm -hmm. your biggest brand ambassador for that, Mm -hmm. for sure. So, I'm going to wrap things up, and we're going to get into our philanthropy moment. You need to get up, get out, and get something, because you and I got to do for you and I. So, yes, for our philanthropy moment, I want to highlight a company called HIPS. Um, And what HIPS vision and mission is, they believe that those who engage in sex work, sex trade, and drugs, you should be able to live healthy, self-determined, and self-sufficient lives, free from stigma of violence, criminalization, or oppression. I love this. Um, They will achieve this through engaging sex workers, drug users, and our communities in challenging structural barriers to health, safety, and prosperity. A part of their mission is that HIPS promotes the health rights and dignity of individuals and communities impacted by sexual exchange and or drug use due to choice coercion or circumstance hips provides compassionate harm reduction services advocacy and community engagement that is respectful non-judgmental and affirms and honors individual power and agency so if you would like to donate to them, you can reach them at hips.org. And they have all these cute little um, T-shirts. And they're like, don't be mean to sexual workers. Don't be mean to, you know, whatever the different communities. And, you know, not to lock them up because this is how they're trying to make their money. Oh, my God. I love that. You know, I had a um, class on sex work in college. And my little nasty stuff was like, ooh, what's sex work? <laughs> not knowing I would learn about that culture and that community and how 
some of this stuff is legal and why it should be legalized so i love that kel definitely we're gonna post that on cognac cupcakes and conversations because y'all know i'm a huge advocate for safe sex so Mm -hmm. yes yes this was a lot of sex today it was but it was like a good positive yeah it was it was was balanced yes it was balanced (laughs) it was balanced you know and hopefully we were able to equalize you know and Fix your pussy, yes. you know, through the conversation. Exactly, you know? exactly. <laughs> repair, pussy repair. Yes, yes. pussy repair. Oh, we, oh dang! I wish well, we had that clip. Man, man, man. What? I wish we had the uh, the reupholstered the pussy. Oh, uh, uh, he reupholstered my pussy. pussy right. <laughs> snatch well, that pussy up. Wait, don't <laughs> snatch that pussy back. I can't. Anyway, all right. It's been real. <laughs> shout out to two hundred two creates. Yes, shout out to two hundred two creates and our um humble engineer tyrone yes. and we got to meet his beautiful girlfriend yes, yes girl <laughs> all, all right. right we'll see y'all next week peace Bye. out it's a vibe